It's crazy to think that many famous drinks today were made by pharmacists. What is the relationship between soda, sugar drinks, and a pharmacist, someone well-educated in medicine? We'll find out today in today's episode of Absolute Awesome History. You're listening to Clapped by Fire. And you have just listened to our new intro. That freaking slaps. And I'm going to turn the time over to Sean real fast. Talk about how that intro was made, who created it. So, Sean, take us over. Awesome. Yeah, that intro was brought to you by Brad Hargis. Uh, he, Brad is a really good friend of mine. I've known him for decades. He used to be my old guitarist. And, um, man, he is just amazing at what he does. So, big thank you, Brad. We really appreciate you, brother. And, uh, yeah, Brad, I'm going to be honest with you. I have listened to that probably 10,000 times. Um, and, uh, you know, it's just that, I don't know. Absolute banger gets stuck in your head, but thank you so much. I really appreciate it. You're a super talented person. Uh, if you want anything promoted on our Instagram page, um, anything said on the podcast, promote you, dude, we have got your back. 1,000%. One thousand percent. So, sure, brother. John, what the frick do you have to say about that, dude? Stop being so quiet. Oh man, when Sean showed me that the first time, it just sit there and just kind of captivated because it was pretty awesome. Like it was, I don't know. That's my type of music. That's my type of you know way of doing it. Having that guitar, having it that's hitting hard, and it's it was bomb the first yeah. time definitely super exciting just to hear it when i very first listened to it i almost i was like is this is this, is this legitimate that yeah don't. <laughs> so you know i you're so talented that i i you know almost didn't even think it was like i thought it was like real or you know or maybe i don't know Fr- brad you're awesome thank you so much i appreciate it so uh shout out to brad thank you brother and uh so uh yeah how's everyone's week going everyone got any uh cool news so uh, I found a couple of interesting things. Um, one kind of light, one kind of dark. First uh, interesting thing is that in San Antonio, Texas, uh, at their zoo, you can name a cockroach after your ex and feed it to an animal for ten dollars. <laughs> <laughs> now, for those of the those of you who are not into bugs, you can also uh, choose a vegetable for five dollars or go for a rodent for twenty five. And uh, all donors get a digital Valentine's Day card, and you can send that to your ex as well. But, get this, for $150 more on the upgrade, you get to video the uh, eating of the cockroach, rodent, or vegetable, and uh, send that to your ex also, just to uh, let them know what you think of them on this Valentine's Day coming up. Oh, wow. <laughs> that is the dopest thing I've heard all day. That is awesome. Right? Pretty, pretty funny. Made me laugh. Um, on a darker side of things, though, on, unfortunately, on uh, January 24th in uh, Duxbury, Massachusetts, a woman named Lindsay Clancy, age 32, murdered her three children, five-year-old uh, Corin, three-year-old Dawson, and seven-month-old Callan. Sorry if I ruined any of those names. 
Um, she strangled them all and then tried to kill herself by throwing herself out of a window of her Massachusetts home. Um, I guess after she jumped, her husband called police, um, and Lindsay survived and is currently in a Boston hospital recovering under police supervision, and she's going to be arrested as soon as she's able to do so. Um, and after all that, her husband still forgives her and asks the public to forgive her as well, which blows my mind, man, because I don't know if my wife went bonkers and, and murdered my kids. Like, uh, no. <laughs> no amount of forgiveness, dude. She'd be lucky if the cops got her before I did. That's all I'm saying. So. <laughs> that's that's absolutely crazy. Um, I, So I've actually done a little, little done a little reading on this story myself. And uh, it's just, I, uh, I don't know how to say this. I murder is horrible. It it is absolutely disgusting. People that do it, um, I I don't get it. But there's just a special place for people that that murder children, and not even just children, but your own children. Like how? Just how? Right. How can you strangle the three kids that you birthed? And, and, uh, you know, and, and then, I don't know, this lady, I don't know if she just had a mental breakdown or what, but that, you know, shout out to the husband, but you know, I'm the same way. If I came home and I found out that a family member or anyone knew did that, I, I don't even know what I'd do. That's, that is just absolutely awful, horrifying. Um, I mean, they have some psychologists looking into it and they think it's some sort of postpartum, which, you know, I understand postpartum's hard, dude, but like, holy cow. That's uh, that's a whole new level of wow. Yeah, that's that's freaking crazy. Uh, <laughs> on a lighter note, dude, I honestly want to go uh, feed a co- buy a cockroach now. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so true. Yo, John, for what do you me, got for us? For me, on a, on an even brighter note, uh, just kind of cool little fun little story, and has to do with uh, cops and DNA. Um. So a little girl actually wrote the police station and asked to run DNA test on a Christmas cookie and a carrot. Um, she left for Santa to try to run the DNA to show that Santa, you know, evidence that Santa is alive and he exists. So the cops in Cumberland, North Providence, uh, are actually running the DNA test uh, for the little girl giving her gonna be giving her some uh some results i don't know how they're gonna come up with uh you know, you know that who or what they're gonna say it is but to help the girl they're actually using that money to run the dna test on the cookie and the carrot that the girl saved uh, to show evidence that santa claus is real <laughs> that's awesome man i thought that was a pretty cool story good enough to go along cool. with it yeah yeah no i thought that was pretty cool when at the time quick question spirits. who the hell is leaving carrots out for santa claus <laughs> <laughs> you know it's probably some of those healthy families you know we're gonna give him cookies but you know maybe he's feeling a little healthier this year and he he might like a carrot <laughs> <laughs> huh and the clause is on a diet half and half cool cool good information thanks john um 
So I've got one other thing, to, or I've got a couple things to share. Um, first and foremost, I had no idea about this, but we have a Q&A on Anchor. We can get on and ask us questions. And uh, we had someone by the name of Ryan Eames. I don't know, Sean, who that is, but they said, keep up the good work, guys. Kicking asses. So, <laughs> Yeah, that's my little brother. Big shout out to him. So... Thank you so much for uh, for the for the comment. I love that. And uh, I was one of those idiots that I was looking at the app and I was like, "Why is this notification up?" And I was like messing around with it a little bit and I was like, "Oh, I had no idea." So apparently, if you want to ask us questions, there's two ways to do it. You can get on the Anchor app and uh, ask us questions through our question and answer on there, or another one is you can go to our Spotify or not our Spotify, our Instagram page, and directly message us message us there a um, couple other things real fast too um so we have a new intro it's dope as fuck and uh we are also now available on the itunes store so if you are an apple person and uh you don't use spotify we now have the other option of hopping on to the apple it or the yeah apple itunes the podcast section there and you can now find us on itunes clapped by fire Oh, that's awesome. And, uh, okay, so also this week, so, so some information that I found is uh, they caught a Jeffrey Dahmer copycat in Louisiana. Luckily, this guy didn't kill anybody, but he attempted to kill someone, and uh, based on just the kidnap, attempted murder, all of his charges, he's going to be getting 45 years in prison and, um, you know, interviewing him, the guy's totally obsessed with Jeffrey Dahmer, gay male, trying to kill another gay male. Um, it's pretty sad that uh, people out there idolize these these horrible people and try to replicate it. I, I, I do not understand that, but uh, it happens today. So just so you know, um, everything's not always unicorns and rainbows. There's... This stuff is still out there. It's still going on. So pretty crazy. That's crazy. The fact that, you know, some people want to have an idol in their life. Uh, you definitely don't want to choose someone like Dahmer or GAC or, you know, any of those. I just don't understand the uh, want to be like a serial killer. Yeah, me either. So <laughs> continuing on with my information. So, uh, I know this is all over the news right now. This is a lot of sensitive information. We're just going to, I'm just going to briefly cover it. But uh, the Tyree Nicholas situation in Tennessee. So the Tennessee, uh, <laughs> if you're listening, you guys are taking L after L after L. And uh, you, need to, you need to fess up and you need to do better, guys. So uh, Megan Hall was in Tennessee. You know, that was all over mega news and then uh the death of uh tyree nicholas uh beaten and killed by uh five police officers uh you can watch a full youtube on video it's very very sad um i've watched the video and i i do not agree with what i saw no um, that was that was disgusting man like way over the top by the police in my opinion like yeah i watched that video probably twice and was just dumbfounded at the extensive force that was used on somebody that literally didn't do anything. Uh, 
so so continuing on that cor- correct absolutely it's it's just so i've i'm a business management major and in in business management i've been required to take 18 credits of law i've taken criminal law real estate law i've taken multiple different so i i i would say i have pretty basic understanding of the law and uh just the police officers in that situation like you have to understand this guy you know is just driving not doing anything like you know maybe speeding just a little bit but how are you supposed to react when a guy calls in backup and then all of a sudden you've got five police officers hitting you pepper spraying you uh i would do the exact same thing i would run i'd be like this is unethical what you're doing to me is not correct like there's a part where they handcuff him and a police officer goes up and just just slaps him right and no one no one tells him to stop or hey that's not right like who cares if if someone tries to run away from you you've got five people pepper spraying you tasering you chasing your ass down that's natural instinct to want to survive defend yourself and at watching that that video, like I said, I've seen it a couple times too, and I am disgusted, absolutely disgusted by how that was handled. If you're a police officer and there's five of you and you can't take down one guy, you shouldn't be a police officer. If you're a police officer and you can't run 100 feet to chase a guy and you, you know, you're completely out of breath, you shouldn't be a police officer. In that video, one of the police officers got some pepper spray in his eyes, and he's like whining and crying about how his eyes are burning so bad. And yet when this guy is fucking handcuffed, on the ground getting beaten, they are pepper spraying him constantly. And, you know, like, you think that hurts, and you don't think he he, he thinks it hurts? The guy, you know, later received medical attention, was, was sent to the hospital, and ended up passing away. His, his face is completely just completely bruised up, beaten. And apparently the EMTs that uh, that took him to the hospital also ended up getting fired too. So this isn't just the police. This is just a whole county problem of just pieces of shit that just can't do their job. I, I would think that in training as a police officer, you'd have like like a training where you'd have to like chase someone down and like tackle them and to get them handcuffed and and to not you know it doesn't matter what they've done like brutally respecting or just just disrespecting them slapping them like that's just so unprofessional and all these guys are getting murder charges so thank god that there's some corrective action i've also seen that uh salt lake city has released a statement and that's something else that kind of bugs me too is if you're a police station and you notice that someone else what you should do is focus on yourself of what you can do better. People die, crazy things happen in the news, and everyone just wants to hop on social media and give their opinion. And really what you should do is you should think about yourself and what you personally can do better instead of getting online and vo- voicing your opinion that really, in, in all honesty, yeah, it, may, it may make you look good, but you know, if something else happened in Salt Lake City, you know, it's like, well, you're posting online saying – Saying you're good, like I'm not trying to call anybody out. I'm just saying that really the only way to solve this problem is you got to work on yourself. So that's my two cents there. I'm not going to go into like the politics, you know, yada, yada, yada. But I'm just saying I'm completely disgusted on that video that I watched. It was absolutely disgusting. I agree. Oh, same here. And then continuing on, like I just want to like, you know, Based on like Sean's story, if you get on the news, I've counted eleven stories of parents brutally torturing and killing their own children. 
So why is there no death penalty for freaking child murderers? Like, like it doesn't make any sense to me. 11 stories that I've read in news articles this past week of children being murdered by their own parents. It That's is absolutely insane, disgusting. So uh, does wow. anyone have anything else to share? Sorry, it kind of got a little dark and gloomy there, but... <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I'm I'm good. I say with the talking about the death penalty and stuff, it's just kind of sad that all those few people who are against it were overly loud. I think the death penalty should come back on a lot of things, and that's definitely one of them. Taking an innocent child's life, um, it's something that it's unspeakable. How could anyone ever think about it? Being a parent myself, it's so it's tough to even hear. I'm going to tell you something I learned in college. If a state ca- if a state catches a criminal and they uh you know some states do away with the death penalty, some states still do it, but if you decide as a state that uh, that you want to you want to kill someone based on their actions, um they have to submit a form to the government and apparently there's a large amount of fees like over $100,000 Based on the state, you know, prices may vary. But a lot of the reasons why some states don't do the death penalty anymore is because it's cheaper to let their worthless ass live in prison for the rest of their life than it is to file that uh, that form of the government and allow them to proceed with the death penalty. It's cheaper. It's a different way of looking at it. Cheaper to keep them alive. You know, this person probably killed you know, 15 people raped and murdered people. It's cheaper to keep them alive and allow them to be in prison than it is to wipe them off the face of this planet and, you know, make a better society from it. So I don't know. It's kind of some food for thought to chew on. That's insane, man. And then just a little update. Um, I know a lot of people have been like asking questions. Yes. I got in a car accident on the 30th. Um, Don't want to go and, too much detail. Pretty much, uh, my check engine light came on, and I went to a friend's house. Uh, shout out to Vic, <laughs> Mr. Thor. Went over to his house, had him scan my car, and you know he read me some codes of what needed to be fixed on my car. I was driving home, and just so you guys know, I'm DOT certified. I commercially drive for my job. Uh, I got my driver's license at 16 years old. I've never been in a car accident. I've never had a speeding ticket have a 100% cleaning driving record. I went up to the Provo Hospital. I stopped at a stoplight. The light turned green, started taking off, drove probably 30 or 40 feet, and the people in front of me, they did not gradually slow down. It was it, it seemed like it was just like an e-brake was pulled. They came to an, a sudden stop. I slammed on my brakes, and the car did not stop fast enough, so I just plowed them right in the back. And uh, my airbags went off. I had an airbag hit me right in the chest. I had one. Apparently, my car had two. I had no idea. Another one hit me, like, in my growing area. And I don't know if you've ever been hit by an airbag, but it completely knocks the air out of you. And uh, there's kind of like a a powdery substance in the airbag. So the air is just putrid. smells awful. So pretty much I hit this person. Um. I just kind of sat there for a second, like, holy shit, like, what the fuck just happened? And I get out, and my car is completely totaled. Cars nowadays, they're using the, the fakest metal on planet Earth. Like, it, it's it's just tinfoil. 
Literally hit this person going 25 miles an hour, and my car is completely totaled. So yeah. the people that I hit, uh, I was just a bunch of high school kids. I got out and was chatting with them, and I was like, why'd you guys stop so abruptly? And he was telling me that he glanced down for a second and then glanced up, and he almost hit the car in front of him, so he slammed on his brakes. And, you know, I asked him, like, are you on your phone? Oh, no, 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 I'm not on my phone. And I'm not trying to hate on, like, college kids or anything, but, you know, you get a bunch of them in a car. My dad always taught me, you know, one person, full brain, two kids, half a brain, three, 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 three people, no brain at all. And it's true. It's like when you're with when you're with people and when you're younger, you tend to do some dumb shit, you know. So <laughs> been there, testified well, to that. Yeah, true, true. But uh, so yeah, I pretty much hit them, and uh, I'm out of um, out of a vehicle. I had my car paid off. It was a 2015 Subaru Impreza. Absolutely loved that car. I literally filled up with gas once every other month, and it only took me twenty eight dollars to fill up. Dude, so loved the car. Drove it around everywhere. Um, but it's completely totaled, and uh, now there's just a bunch of stuff going on with insurance to determine. If I'm going to be getting any money for the vehicle, uh, sell it off for scrap parts, whatever. But as of right now, uh, if you're driving down the road and, uh, you know, you're in Utah and it's like negative 10 outside and you see me on my pedal bike, make sure you flip me off. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. I'm just glad you're all right, dude. Like, you know, an accident can happen anywhere at any time, dude. It, It doesn't really matter your experience. It just shit happens sometimes, you know, that's all there is to it absolutely so i I don't know i've had like a lot of people tell me that once you get in an accident um you're in shock you don't really know what's going on so i ended up calling out of work the next day and i woke up had a super stiff neck had a lot of lower back pain um i have a seatbelt bruise across my chest my sternum is really really sore and uh my car so i've been going to the chiropractor and i went into the chiropractor and they they actually gave me some free x-rays and uh i have a very small fracture on my left rib so if i take a very if i take a large breath of air it does i am very sore so gonna be returning to work on thursday but just so you guys know that's the story um and uh, i also just want to say one thing before we hop into today's story i had to choose these words extremely wise and very very careful but um this is this is a an adult podcast um this is this is we have a mature audience here and um, if you're if you're the type of person that you're listening to this and you're not the most mature, I, in all honesty, I recommend uh, maybe maybe maturing up a little bit, trying to uh, act like an adult. Um, I don't like rumors. I don't like hearing you know people talk shit. I don't like hearing that stuff. So just so you know, you know if you're if you're here, you know we try to we try to make these dark subjects a little bit more funny, try to bring humor to them. Um, but you know we're all mature adults here, so. Just throwing that out there. I'm not saying names, not saying, you know, anything. Just just, just throwing that out there. So, <laughs> Well, for me, it's like you, if you hear of something that you don't like, turn it off. Sure, we want the listenership. We want the people to follow us. We want all that stuff. But if you're going to get offended by every single thing you said, then it, it might be something that, you know, we're not going to want, you know, not going to want to have you, you know, listen. I mean, we're just like you said, we're going to try to make it fun and interesting and I'll make jokes here and there, but you know, if you you get offended by the smallest things, me personally, I don't get it. Or I can get offended by some things from time to time, but overall, if I don't like it, I don't have to deal with it. Exactly. If you don't like it, turn it off. Go watch something else. So, 
that that being said, uh, you guys ready to hop in the Clapmobile and let's take a ride down memory lane, okay? Yes, sir. So, uh, Brian, this is where that dope little 15-second little... That's where we're going to come in, right here. That's what I'm talking about, okay? <laughs> okay, so today's subject is uh, the history of Dr. Pepper. The reason the I chose... Of, the nectar <laughs> of the gods, man. The reason I chose this subject is because I am a salty snacker. I, I don't like sugary stuff. I don't even like soda. I'm the type of person I drink like Kool-Aid or something. Boom, migraine, headache. Uh, I'm pretty sugar sensitive. But for some reason... There is this drink out there that once I get my hands on it, I'm filling that cup up three times. I'm drinking four cans a day. <laughs> nice. And it's just that good. And you know what, Sean? I'm going to be giving you so much shit today because you uh, chose Pepsi on our Instagram uh, poll list. So I can't do the Dr. Pepper, man. I, I mean, it's not horrible, but, you know, I've... Old school Pepsi guys, just what I do. Sean, me and Kai, we just talked about it in our heads right now, and uh, it's not working out. Uh, it's been it's been fun having you, uh, but uh, we're gonna have to let you go. That, that's that's all right. That's all right. <laughs> so if there's any if there's any jokes or anything funny today, they're all pointed directly towards Sean, just so everyone knows. So, <laughs> and then also too, like I said, our uh, our Instagram page right before we hop in. Um, the pictures are already up of today's episode, so if you want to hop on, know what today, you know, the topic is, got pictures, hop on there, check it out. So today is the episode, you know, we're going over Dr. Pepper. So uh, we rode in the Clapmobile, you know, we're going down memory lane, so here we go. Charles Cortez Albertson was born on June 24, 21st, 1857 in Brooklyn, New York, the eldest of five children to English parents. Uh, if you look up pictures of this guy, he literally looks like a young version of Colonel Sanders, okay? He's got the freaking dope-ass mustache, and he just has, like, the very slick, finger-looking good taste to it, if you know what I mean. <laughs> so, uh, <clears throat> he was born in New York, uh, Brooklyn, New York, and he, uh, when he grew up, he started going to college. He went down to the University of Texas, where he started going to school to be a pharmacist in Waco. Uh, he ended up uh, graduating, getting his degree. He goes and starts working in the shop, and the shop is called Morrison's Old Corner Drugstore. Um, so, <clears throat> apparently on this guy's free time... So you have to understand, this guy's doing medicine. He's working as a pharmacist in this guy's corner drugstore. Um, if you know anything about pharmacists, so what happens, I'm sure it's changed since 1857, but pretty much uh, you go in, you give your prescription. They have someone count out your medicine for whatever you need, whatever a doctor has prescribed to you, and then the pharmacist has to pour out the pills. So the pills are counted multiple times. And like I said, I'm sure it's changed since 1885 or 1857. But then the pharmacist comes over, counts your pills in, make sure the quantity is correct, make sure that they ain't slipping you one extra because, you know, you might get addicted. Wink, wink. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> And then the pharmacist pretty much tells you, hey, take this however many times a day, make sure to take it with medicine or with food, yada, yada, yada. That's pretty much what a pharmacist is. 
So Charles, like I said, he was a pharmacist, but this guy also loved sugary drinks. And he loved syrup, like on pancakes. And so this guy with the creative mind that he had, he started just kind of messing around, started uh, making all these weird little flavored drinks. And hearing this actually reminds me of Swig in Utah. I don't know if you guys have ever been to Swig. Pretty much what do you do when you go to Swig? You go in and you just order the most random shit. They just put it all in your, your cup for you. And then you drink it and it tastes amazing. Have any of you guys ever been to Swig? Oh, yeah. I personally haven't been to Swig, but we got one down here. Um, Sipping. That's the one that we usually go to. But yeah, we got know, a along the same lines. Yeah. <laughs> so pretty much you go to Swig and you're like, oh, uh, I want a Diet Dr. Pepper. And uh, I want a little bit of cherry flavor in there and also a little bit of chocolate flavor. And let's throw some let's throw some marshmallows on. That's pretty much what Swig is. You just go in, you get your mixed drinks. And no, they do not serve alcohol. So I apologize if I made anybody super happy real fast. But nope. <laughs> <laughs> so we started mixing drinks, started experimenting with uh, syrup. And, uh, you know, came up with this drink. And he's, he's keeping it to himself. So Dr. Pepper officially came out in 1885, but to first understand what the heck was going on in 1885. Well, I'll tell you. In February 18th, Mark Twain released uh, The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn. I've read that book many times. What about you guys? You ever read Huckleberry Finn? I have. Long Way back in the ago. day. Yeah. <laughs> Telephones started becoming super popular. Uh, big, big uh, telephone company started up uh, called the United States, or it's called American Bell. And if you know anything about American Bell, that eventually became what is AT&T today. And yeah, I think American Bell was originally started by Edison himself, I thought. Yo, that's a, that's a different, that's a different, uh, it's a different episode, buddy. Gotta keep it. Yeah. Got to keep it short and hey, sweet. <laughs> hey, hey. So something else that was super popular, the bicycle, uh, the first diamond-shaped bicycle was put on display in London. So uh, this is pretty much back when, uh, you know, 1885 is, is pretty back in the day. So Charles keeps mastering this recipe, keeps messing around, keeps messing around. Well, Charles decides that he finally mastered the recipe, the final recipe for Dr. Pepper. And the very first thing that he does is he goes to the owner, owner of uh, the drugstore, Morrison's Drugstore, and his name is Wade Morrison. So he goes to Wade Morrison, his boss, says, hey, I want you to try this drink. So he gives Wade the the drink to try, and uh, he absolutely freaking loves it. Said it was absolutely to his liking. Uh, definitely, definitely was delicious. And so uh, Morrison... Uh, pretty much becomes Charles' partner. Is uh, They start making this drink. They both like it. They start offering it to other people. Um, and they don't know what to call this drink. And so Mr. Morrison says, uh, well, why don't we call it Dr. Pepper? And there's not a lot of information about how this name came to be. We both know that you know when you're a pharmacist, you're technically a doctor. But there's not really any information how the name Dr. Pepper um, officially got its name. But Morrison says, hey, let's call it Dr. Pepper, and that's how Dr. Pepper gets its name. Oh, cool. <clears throat> and so, you know, a lot of people are hearing about this Dr. Pepper. It's absolutely delicious. 
um, and to to protect the to protect the the drink, they decide just like Coca Cola, they just they decide to split the recipe in half, and Charles will keep half of the recipe in a safe, and Morrison will keep the other half of the recipe in another safe that he had, and so no one can find out about this uh, this new drink called Dr Pepper. No one can try to steal the recipe that uh, Charles had created. Something else you guys got to know real fast about Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper is the oldest, the oldest soda that was invented in the United States. So if you're OG lover, DP uh, is where it's at. And uh, don't go to Pepsi, <laughs> Sean. <clears throat> okay, so we're going to continue. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna continue on our little memory lane time, uh, our little memory uh, timeline in uh, the Clatmobile. <laughs> and so uh, they're getting a lot of traction, a lot of traction. A lot of people are coming. They start selling uh, Dr Pepper in this drugstore, and some people start hearing about it, and they start uh, start like reaching out to them, like, "Hey, can we buy the product of you off you?" And uh, it's probably the best decision that Dr. Pepper has ever made was to not sell the rights to Dr. Pepper. They have made so much money by never selling that it was just one of the wisest business decisions that they've ever came up with. So Coca-Cola later, you know, down the line starts coming out too. And, uh, you know, all these distributors are reaching out to them and they, you know, Ch Charles and... Uh, and Wade, you know, trying to come up with a solution of, hey, how can we, you know, get this on the big scale? What companies can we talk to to distribute this product? And they end up teaming with Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola is going to start supplying Dr. Prepper, and they will... Uh... Sorry, I just lost my spot in my notes. I apologize. So they, keep, they team up with Coca-Cola, and Coca-Cola will start distributing it Dr. Pepper on the big scale. And so, you know, it's going to start getting pretty much distributed everywhere. So they start distributing uh, Dr. Pepper and boom, Dr. Pepper comes out, sues their ass, says, hey, you guys are selling our Dr. Pepper for cheaper than you're selling your Coca-Cola drinks. Like Dr. Pepper is freaking amazing. You don't know the value of it. So they ended up suing them um, for not... Uh, distributing their drink properly for the right price. They could be making more money. You're, you're making us lose money. And so in 1941, Charles, the founder, the creator of the delicious drink, ends up passing away. Before this drink really goes out into the big make, big big media, getting distributed pretty much everywhere. So he passes, he passes away in 1941, and uh, he died in Waco, Texas, on May 28th, and uh, Wade pretty much takes over because he was his business partner at the time. <clears throat> and so uh, now we've got a quick sponsor break real fast, uh, and uh, we'll be right back. We made it. Truly made it. The drink that will change the world and our planet as we well know it. <laughs> Dr. fucking Pepper! <laughs> you want to restore that limp shrimp dick? <laughs> Get back all your vitality and go out and kick life in the ass every single day. We'll start drinking Dr. Pepper. Made just for you. Dr. Pepper is made because Zeus and Odin decided to pee in the same cup. 
It is very, <laughs> it is the very known as the nectar of the gods. Come down today and buy your Dr. Pepper. Yo, thank you so much for that sponsor, guys. Uh, yeah, we'll get right back to our story. Oh, <laughs> uh, and that's why I drink Dr. Pepper is to you know go out and you know take the day. Wow, some, some good old God piss. That's that's exactly right, <laughs> dude. If they change their name to that, I would still buy it and drink it. <laughs> uh. So. Uh, they team up with the Coca-Cola, starts being advertised, and uh, when it's being advertised, it's the big thing is it's 23 different flavors. Well, a little down the road in 1930, uh, rumors started in 1930 saying that the drink had prune juice in it, and that this is what truly was like the prime, the prime ingredient in Dr. Pepper. I'm sure, have you guys heard this rumor that there's prune juice in Dr. Pepper? I have in the past. Um I've heard so many things about how many different flavors and what they actually are. You know? So uh, I actually tell you, Dr. Pepper came out because this rumor was getting spread like crazy and uh, it's a fucking lie. So stop spreading rumors. People, Dr. Pepper does not contain prune juice in their drink. So uh, if you're telling people that Dr. Dr. Pepper's prune juice, it's not, you're spreading false information. It's a rumor that started in 1930, and uh, they don't know who started it. They obviously think they're competitors, trying to uh, jealous, try to lead people astray of uh, you know wanting to buy their delicious drink. But uh, it's not true. So just so you know. Just on a random side note, I think uh, if it did have prune juice in it, then they could have marketed it to the older generation. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> no, like you need you need some help with your uh, indigestion problems. Try Dr Pepper. Yes. <laughs> oh man so uh <laughs> in 1941 boom they decide to sue dr pepper decides to sue coca-cola again for being just absolute scumbags so uh they're selling their drink for a low price they sue them so they have to start you know raising their prices on dr pepper and then coca-cola starts distributing dr pepper saying that it's a cola and Dr. Pepper ends up suing them, says that we are not a cola. We are a flavored drink. They did not want to make Dr. Pepper pretty much categorized perfectly in with uh, with cola. It was not cola. It was its own thing. So they ended up suing them again for that. <clears throat> just coming back just a little bit. In the 1980s, I guess this whole drugstore, you know, uh, got renovated, whatever, yada, yada, yada. Well, they ended up finding this uh, this book in there, and they were scrolling through it, and they found something in there that said Dr. Pep Pepper Pepsin Bitters. And there was this big conspiracy about how they had found the original recipe for Dr. Pepper. Well, funny well, <laughs> funny story here. They decide to you know give this book to some professionals to look at it, and they look at it, and they're like, uh, no, that's medicine because it was a pharmacy, you dumb shit. <laughs> You're not going to steal the recipe for Dr. Pepper. <laughs> not going to get... <laughs> not going to be getting the secret Krabby Patty formula that easy, you cooks. <laughs> Yo, uh, you like that uh, SpongeBob reference, Sean? I do like that. That's nice. That one I actually got. Like I, I understand that. 
So uh, they. St- <laughs> So, uh, uh, Dr. Pepper started getting uh, distributed massively all, all, all across the United States, started getting distributed in like China and Europe, all over the place. Dr. Pepper was a huge success to start out with. Um, they did have some backlash. Like I said, they, uh, you know, people tried to, to say it was prune juice and tried to come up with all this bullshit saying, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, none of that's true. So, uh, suck it up. <clears throat> but uh, they they really wanted to specify in their advertising that it was a sugar drink, it was not a cola, and it was it's you know Coca Cola. Like I said, it's the OG of soda. It came out way before all these other guys. It's just which it just was a little slow with uh, with advertising. So, like I said, when they sued Coca Cola in 1951, they sued them for seven hundred fifty hundred thousand dollars, saying that we're not a cola, we're our own drink. And uh, Dr. Pepper back in that day was only seven cents. I that would, would nice uh, have that back in the day. I would buy like ten pallets of Dr. Pepper if it was only seven cents. <laughs> so in that lawsuit, you know, it was from seven cents. They bumped it up to twenty-five cents. Yada yada yada. Dr. Pepper also too, when it was first distributed, was in a glass bottle. I know a lot of the times you think of Dr. Pepper, you think of like, like the can of Dr. Pepper. And uh, that did come up with some confusion. Well, Coca-Cola was also distributed in a glass bottle. Um, so obviously, you know, change, uh, branding and changing up logos and stuff like that was pretty big to make to to separate Coca-Cola and Dr. Pepper because Dr. Pepper is not a cola. It is a flavored sugar drink. So in 1972, uh, Dr. Pepper trademarks, uh, it's a soft drink. It's not a cola. And Coca-Cola is like, well, fuck you guys. We're not going to put up with your shit anymore. And so they come out with uh, Mr. Pibb. And that's their ripoff of Coca-Cola. Have you guys ever had Mr. Pibb? Or Pibb, or however you pronounce that? Yeah, a couple yeah. times. I've uh, had it in the past, and you always hear, you know, it tastes just like it, but it's so far from. Don't get me wrong, Pib's good, but it's just not doc. It's it's like that drink that you can tell is missing something. Yeah. So Dr. Pepper tries to uh tries to sue uh Coca-Cola again for coming out with Mr. Pib and uh it doesn't work. So uh obviously Coca-Cola continues to distribute uh Mr. Pib and and Dr. Pepper just keeps distributing Dr. Pepper. So uh, later, later on down the road, they then just switch the distribution to Pepsi, and uh, Pepsi takes over and starts uh, distributing um, Dr. Pepper. And it depends on where you are in the world. Um, in the UK, Coca-Cola still to this day will help. Uh, they help distribute Dr. Pepper, but like you know, the west side of America and uh, and like Japan and China, they're distributing Coca-Cola through Pepsi. So it kind of uh, kind of just depends on where you are, of where the distribute distributing is, yada yada yada. Even here in Utah, the northern part of Utah is distributed by Coke, and the southern part of Utah is distributed by Pepsi. Correct, but I got something else for you real fast. So <coughs> the uh, distribute just in the west side of the United States, they're they're distributed by uh, Admiral Beverage. So pretty much they hire a third party to come into the stores and stock a lot of you know a lot of people like you know, like utah county all the pepsi guys that don't actually work for pepsi they work for admiral beverage so it just depends on in the united states where the distribution is um obviously different in different countries but in in utah it's distributed by animal beverage and animal beverage does all of the western united states 
<clears throat> so Dr. Pepper became um, in 1980. They started promoting and investing groups and started, you know, opening up stocks. Yada yada yada. Coca-Cola attempted to acquire Dr. Pepper again, but Dr. Pepper's like, "Fuck you guys! We've sued your ass twice. Um, you're not treating us right." And so they ended up partnering with Seven Up. And uh, to this day, they're still not owned by anyone, but it's known as Dr. Pepper and Seven Up Incorporate or Inc is what it's known as. So Dr. Pepper and Seven Up are owned by the same company, but they are not owned by Coca-Cola or Pepsi. They are distributed by them, I'm assuming, because it just is cheaper to have someone else distribute it for you because they're already out doing it. But that's pretty much the gist of that. And I know this this uh, there's a lot of like marketing information here and I'm not trying to like bore you guys but you know that's the history of Dr Pepper has a lot to do with marketing. So Dr Pepper started coming out with some flavored drinks and I'm sure you've never known of them but if you do have uh one of these like hidden in your attic or somewhere that is not open they might be worth some some money. So in the late 90s early 2000s Dr Pepper released Diet Dr Pepper uh, you're probably not going to get any money for that. Dr. Pepper Red Fusion. Have you guys ever tried that? I haven't. Dr. Heard of it. Dr. Pepper Cherry Vanilla. Had that one. Dr. Pepper uh, Dr. Pepper Berries and Cream. Berries and Cream. Berries and Cream. Everybody loves some berries and cream. But okay, I'm sorry. <clears throat> <laughs> Dr. Pepper Cherry Chocolate. Have you ever tried any of those flavors? So you said you did. You tried the cherry vanilla, right, John? I tried the cherry vanilla. I think I've done the cherry, the cream soda, the they've had a few out there. So yeah, so these I ones tried are the just... cherry chocolate. You have you have? I have not tried the cherry oh. chocolate. Interesting. So yeah, if you have an old bottle that's unopened, they might be worth some money. But uh they've 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 done these flavors little uh limited times to try to promote Dr. Pepper, different flavors, you know, Coca-Cola, every single Brand. I think Mountain Dew is pretty famous for this too. There's like Mountain Dew Red, Mountain Dew Blue, so many different flavors. Trying to promote their product by uh, you know keeping up with the times and switching it up a little bit. So, <clears throat> Dr Pepper is still owned by Snapple Group, which is also the Snapple Group, which is the Pep uh, Dr Pepper and the Seven Up Inc. Uh, it is not owned by Pepsi or Coca Cola. Um, and uh, pretty much, uh, Pop uh, Dr Pepper today is it's a worldwide business. It's all over the, it's all over the world. Uh, in twenty twenty one, they they reported that they had sold five hundred and thirty million million <coughs> cases of a hundred and ninety two ounces. Think about that real fast. So that's like your twelve, your twelve pack, right? Is that how many ounces one hundred ninety two is? So I'm gonna do some math for me real fast. Uh, it's eight ounces per twelve. Math. Uh, <laughs> 90, 96, 96 ounces per. Oh per, yeah, per so twelve pack. So they reported, okay, so 2021, <laughs> they reported 150 mil, uh, 150, 130 million cases of 192 ounces. And in 2022, uh, they had their biggest sell they've ever done. I'm as, not assuming, I don't know what's going on last year that people bought so much, but last year they sold 626 million cases of Dr. Pepper. 
Holy freaking shit, that is a lot of soda. And like I said, it's worldwide. You can pretty much go anywhere and buy Dr. Pepper. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> so something else, too. So when Dr. Pepper very first started, they thought it was a healthy drink. They thought that come and restore your vitality. You're going to go out and you're going to play some sports, drink a Dr. Pepper. And so they had a bunch of slogans. And so in 1889 to 1914 their slogan was the king of beverages 1920 to 1940 drink a bite to eat at 10 2 and 4 o'clock that sounds so catchy in the 1920s i don't know if i would have bought one if i heard that in 1930 39 their slogan was when you drink dr pepper you drink a bite to eat whatever the frick that means 1940s, changed it to Good for Life. 1945, Dr. Pepper has 23 flavors. That's probably the most common one that we've heard today. 1950s, the Friendly Pepper Upper. 1960s. I, I like that one. <laughs> Pepper Upper. I like seven, that one. You get the 7-Up reference in there? <laughs> yep. Trying to market with their homies, you know. 1960s, America's Most Misunderstood Soft Drink. Yeah, you have freaking Cucks, Coca-Cola. Trying to say it's a cola and not an energy or a uh, flavored drink, and and uh, all these people lying about saying it's got prune juice, prune juice in it. Come on. 1970s, the most original soft drink ever. 1983, I'm a pepper. He's a pepper. We're a pepper. Be a pepper. Want to be a pepper too? <laughs> I'm a pepper. Uh, 1983, Dr Pepper. Uh, has made a pepper out of me. 1983, it tastes and looks just like Dr. Pepper. 1984, uh, out of the ordinary like you. 19, they, they changed it again that same year. Uh, the taste for out and the ordinary bodies. 1997, hold out for out of the ordinary. 1991, just what the doctor ordered. Uh, yeah, they pretty much they changed the slogan up. Like, absolutely crazy. And the slogan that we have is one of a kind. Uh, the 23 flavors is the common one that ended up sticking, and that's what we have today. So, All right. That's a cool little history of marketing itself. Yeah. Like, like I said, there was so much marketing in this episode that it's kind of like uh, if you're like a business major, kind of like myself, or, or uh, you like money, or you like uh, – formatting and stuff like that yeah this this probably is like the icing on the cake for you but if you just want general information you know it's uh they, they you know they've done a lot with marketing also in 1963 they start they had a singer uh donna loreen she became a spokesperson for dr pepper she was known as mrs dr pepper and i am going to play a little 10 second clip from a youtube video of her singing about dr pepper different dr pepper not a cola or a root beer. Both Dr. Pepper and Diet Dr. Pepper have that light and lively taste enjoyed by millions. Okay, I can't play anymore, so I can't get copyrighted. But, uh, yeah, pretty much uh, she was a spokesman for Dr. Pepper. She went all around the world. Um, nice little ditty. <laughs> oh, for sure. She went all around the world singing songs about Dr. Pepper, promoting Dr. Pepper. She was a big face for Dr. Pepper. She has a very lovely voice. Um, and, uh, too bad sports, uh, uh, too bad Dr. Pepper never, never made it on top of uh, sports illustrated that, uh, that would have been nice. 
<laughs> so she's very, very famous. Uh, like I said, the singer Donna Laureen. And uh, some more marketing stuff real fast. Like I said, there was so much marketing. But uh, Sean's going to love this part. So, uh, Sean, I want you to listen very closely to this. On March 26, 2018, various media outlets reported that Dr. Pepper would offer a free can of Dr. Pepper to everyone in America, including former Guns N' Roses guitarist Buckethead and Slash. If the band released the long-awaited Chinese democracy in 2008, later in that day, Led vo- lead vocalist Axel Rose replied to Dr. Pepper on Guns N' Roses' official website and spoke this in surprise. Uh, pretty much says that Dr. Pepper is fucking amazing. So Guns N' Roses promoted Dr. Pepper, Slasher, all these people. And in 2000, 2006, uh, you could, uh, in China and uh, in America, you could go out and get a one free can of Dr. Pepper. That's pretty cool. Imagine making so much money. That you can just give everyone in the United States that wants a free Dr. Pepper. Obviously, not everyone loves Dr. Pepper. Uh, go screw yourself. Um, but uh, if you wanted a free one, you could have gone and uh, gotten a free Dr. Pepper that day. Yeah. So Guns N' Roses releases their album um, in 2008. Dr. Pepper stated that it would uphold its pledge. And they have upholded its pledge. As uh, the best drink in the world, Sean. <clears throat> okay, so uh, there's a museum in uh, Waco, Texas, where you can go, and uh, it's the Dr. Pepper Museum. You can go, and you can see a lot of, like, the original logos, pretty much a large variety of uh, just a lot of stuff with marketing, with uh, the uh, Dr. Pepper, um, the history. So, so Sean, where is Waco, Texas, real fast? Uh, I'm actually not 100% sure on that one. I've heard of it so many times, especially when I was living down there, but never really bothered to look. So if you're ever in Waco, Texas at 300 South 5th Street, oh my gosh! (laughs) Hello, Mr. Keys. This is Doris down on 5th Street, downtown Waco, Texas. Wow, I just made that reference. Whoa. So 305th Street in Waco, Texas, you can go to the Dr. Pepper Museum, check it out, and they have a lot of their old school stuff. Another part of Dr. Pepper's history that made them, um, there, there was a lady, I'm not sure if you guys have ever heard this story, 104-year-old woman that lives in Waco, Texas, says that she drinks three Dr. Peppers every single day. So if that's what it takes to get to, you know, to 103, then I'm going to have to start buying a little bit more. <laughs> she died in 2017 at 106 years old. And she told the doctor, the reason I'm alive is not because I'm drinking Dr. Pepper. It's because I'm happy. And the reason I'm happy is because I'm drinking Dr. Pepper. She was all over the news, got interviewed. But yeah, I lived to 106 years old. And the lady drank three Dr. Peppers every single day of her life. Uh, that's freaking <laughs> awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. Holy cow. Can you just yeah, imagine? a lot of our listeners going ahead and start pounding Dr. Peppers now. <laughs> I'm going to live forever. <laughs> Yo, Dr. Pepper, if you want to promote us, uh, me and Sean will gladly take any samples. Uh, just so you guys know. <laughs> we'll drink it in front of Sean and be like, oh, so good. Neck of the gods. Yeah, you like that? Yeah. Love that oh, god good. piss, don't you? <laughs> Dude, that, that should have been their logo in like the 80s, bro. The, the double the double god piss cup. That would have sold I, so much more. I mean, I got a 
I got to be honest, dude, it does sound kind of badass. So, you know, <laughs> this thing, you know, if they're still, you know, they're still doing all the marketing they've always done that, you know, if we send an email, maybe we can get it changed from, you know, the 23 flavors. But just straight piss. up God piss. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, the information that I was able to find in 2021, Dr. Pepper had made a 12.6 billion dollars in selling dr pepper you can find dr pepper in any store restaurant uh is literally anywhere and everywhere it is not hard to find so if you've never tried it go in there drink some god piss or uh next time you're at your next restaurant maybe uh maybe try it out maybe say hey i'll, I'll try out some dr pepper you will not be disappointed i freaking love this drink it's amazing and uh <clears throat> boom we just hit the end of memory lane so I uh, get out of the get out of uh, the Clapmobile, guys. Oh, uh, you kicking me out? <laughs> so uh, Dr Pepper has been clapped. That is a, a brief history of it. Like I said, doing the research on this article, there was so much information about marketing and marketing and marketing. So I pretty much summed it up in a nutshell for you guys. But uh, that's pretty much the gist of it. Dr Pepper is the OG of soda. It is not a cola. If you think there's prune juice in it. Go kick yourself in the balls. I don't know how you're going to do that, but find out how. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. You guys got any questions for me? I'll say just real quick, I'm just thinking that maybe it did have prune juice in it, and that's why that lady that was 103 uh, was so happy. Uh, you know, three a day, she probably kept pretty regular. And, uh, it, no, I it makes sense. I know you said there's no prune juice in it, but <laughs> – there's a chance. Yeah, it was made by a pharmacist. So what in the hell is a pharmacist putting in a drink? You know what I mean? Like, like uh, when you think of drinks, don't you think of like a chemist, someone that like you know? But like, like I said, a pharmacist made Dr Pepper. We'll also do another uh, episode down the line. Uh, Coca Cola was actually made by a pharmacist, also. So I don't, I don't understand what the pharmacist and sodas have in common. But uh, yeah, and then also too, if you guys want to check out uh. Donna Loreen, the singer of Dr. Pepper, that that 10 second video that we watched, she uh, she's actually playing tennis and talking about how great Dr. Pepper is. So uh, back in the day, like I said, they did say that it was like healthy for you. Made you and then obviously and today we've learned that it's not the most you know healthy for you it has tons of sugar in it. But it's still it's the piss of the gods and the gods eat a lot of sugar. So. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, that's oh. our subject for today. Uh, have a good one. We'll see you guys next week. All right, see you, bud.